Stop focusing on working out to lose weight and instead start to focus on working out to reverse PCOS symptoms. Definitely because when you're working out with the mindset of losing weight, you're going really intense. You're running for hours. But when you start thinking about PCOS weight loss, then you're more focused on keeping your stress hormones low and improving insulin resistance. You pick up those weights. You start doing low impact exercises, slow weight workouts, rest in between sets to keep your stress hormones nice and low. And you feel so much better. Like afterwards, it's like you meditated, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Who started? We started. We started. <laughs> let's start this. Okay, let's start this podcast off with the story of Tallinn getting lost this week. Oh, That's right, Tallinn. You're putting on the spotlight right now. Okay, so we booked a trip to the mountains. I was so excited. You know, I packed all my snow gear and everything. And then the guy called. He said, there's a terrible snowstorm. The people that are previously in the cabin before us can't get out. Yada, yada. We can't go to the snow. So then we decide to go to Joshua Tree instead. Yeah. For those that don't know, if you don't live in California, Joshua Tree is like a almost like a national park area. It's like a desert. It's a Mm -hmm. desert that's also recognized as a national park. Right. And so we went. It's gorgeous. I love the Joshua trees. It's like a beautiful desert Yeah, like a Southwest vibe kind of. Yes, it was a nice little getaway. Yes, there wasn't snow. We saw the snowy mountains, but we just didn't go there. Yeah. And then, so once we got there, I like unpacked all of the food we brought. And I was like, oh, there's stuff missing, like ketchup and olive oil. And I'm just going to be annoyed if I'm like trying to cook and I can't. You know, so I was like, see, like, I'm going to go to Vaughn's really quick. It's a mile away. And it was like, okay, it was 4 p.m. when Tyne said, hey, babe, I'm going to go to Ralph's or Vaughn's to get some groceries. And I looked at it. I'm like, do you want me to come with you? Because here's the thing. It's 4 p.m. It's the desert. We're not near civilization, really. There's like maybe four or five houses within like five miles of us. So it's like it gets dark, really dark. There's, there's no like lights. Yeah, there's no like street lamps. There's yeah. nothing. The car, We're on a dirt road. Like yeah, the, it's a dirt road too. Yeah, to get to the house. And I told Tyler, like, are you sure? Like, let me come with you because on your way back, it may get really dark and you may just like get lost because the cell service is also really bad. So if you if you lose your cell you service, didn't explain all of this. Oh come on! I didn't think it through. Oh come on! I was like, listen, I'm not you, trying wait, to inconvenience. You already us. knew the cell service was bad because you ha- we had one bar at the home. Like you didn't know. No, I I mean they had internet. <gasps> I hooked it up. Wi Fi, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't thinking. Oh come on. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, So I was like, no, I'm fine. I'll go. So then I went and I like rushed while I was grocery shopping because I knew it was going to get dark. And I got back in the car. I'm like, okay, the sun's setting. Hurry up. So I go home. By the time I'm headed home and I'm near the home, it's pitch black. Yeah, And it's like now I'm on a dirt road. The navigation's telling me the house is to the right when I know it's on the left. But I'm okay. So I went right. 
but I can't, you can't even see the homes because there's like trees and stuff in front of the homes in the driveway. So it just yeah. looks like brush, you know yeah, what I mean? Or like, like pitch black. Yeah. And it's pitch black. I'm in like a fork in the road. I don't know which way to go. I'm losing service. I waited like 10 minutes before calling Sirak to try to figure it out myself. But then I was like getting scared and the more scared I got, the darker it got. And then I called Sirak and I was like, I'm lost. <laughs> Help. <laughs> I was very helpful. I, my like, cortisol was up. Yeah. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah. it did not come back down for but, the rest of the night. Yeah. The, honestly, it wasn't Tyne's fault because your navigation basically, like, became wonky. It was taking you to the wrong place. And I guess the Apple Maps right there for you. I used Google Maps mm-hmm. when we first got there. So that's why I think Google was better. Mm. Apple Maps kind of oh, messed, messed up, I think. But, yeah, like, when you called me, I was like, okay, Tyne don't panic and the time was like what if i get lost and then i was like it's 2022 you have a cell phone something the car will... has a navigation yeah the car has a navigation i'm, I'm five sh- minutes away from you like in terms of walking yeah like you sent me your address the, okay so this is how it ended so this is how it ended so Tallinn <laughs> uh, basically dropped the pin and shared her like location with me and i realized because i had service from the home she was only five minutes away, like walking distance. So she's like only like half a mile away. So I gave her the directions to turn the car around and come back. And the funniest part is as she's like coming near the house, she's like driving really slowly. So I leave the house. It has like a large amount of space in the front yard. So you kind of like have to walk to the front of the house for someone to see you. So I turn on my light, like my phone flashlight. And as she's driving near, I'm like... I'm basically like as if I'm the Red Cross. I'm waving the <laughs> flashlight like here, here, safety. Your your uh, emergency helicopter is here. Like it was hilarious. I am never ever doing that again. Yeah, next time let's I just go together or or just go earlier. I'm honestly not scared of a. I'm not scared of anything. Like honestly, I do not get scared. But one thing I do get scared of is dirt country roads, never-ending dirt country roads where, like, there's no gas station to stop at. You're just going on this road trip. Like, God forbid something happens to you, the nearest hospital is miles away. Like, these kinds of things. And I I know that's not exactly where we were. We were, like, pretty much somewhere where there were other homes and, like, it was a town and everything. But when I see, like, pitch black and a fork in the road, it's not my vibe. It's not your fault. You've never been there. I mean, we've been to Joshua, but you've never been to that neighborhood. Like, like how are you going to know where to go in the pitch black? Anyway, anywho, anyhow, it's a little fun story for y'all. But let's go to to the main point of today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. As we are getting close to the new year, we're pretty much a week away. We want to do something about new year resolutions. So we basically created a 10 peace stress resolutions for the new year and we don't want you to literally do all 10 we were thinking you would basically pick out which of these 10 you feel is applicable to you maybe for you it's four out of 10 two out of 10 maybe it's eight out of 10 whichever ones you feel are feasible applicable to your lifestyle pick out the ones that you like that's right so these are gonna be something that you know, you can apply throughout the year. You could habit stack, start with one and yeah. then move on to the next one when you feel ready. So don't be intimidated. These are just some ideas of things you can do to improve your PCOS weight loss journey or just PCOS journey in yeah. general. Let's get into the 10 um, new year resolutions. Before we do that, though, just want to uh, give a FY to the shui. Uh Speaking of the new year. 
Starting January 1st, we are launching our four-week meal and workout plan for PCOS weight loss with exclusive bonuses only available during the January launch. Yes. So this is going to be like a roadmap that you can follow. Everything laid out for you. We have videos for every single recipe, every single workout you can follow along um, and downloads for all of the meal plan as well as the workout plan. And the meal plans have different versions. Oh, yeah. Based on carb tolerances. Yes. So when you enroll during the first week of January, you'll get exclusive bonuses, including learning how to discover your carb tolerance. And then once you discover your carb tolerance, you'll know which meal plan to select based on your carb tolerance. Yeah. And for those confused what the four-week meal and workout plan is, it's basically four weeks of meals and workouts that are basically planned out all for you. And they're all in video format, so you can basically watch all the recipes from scratch till finish, and you can follow along to all the workouts. They're all full-length workouts with me, Talin, and her sister and friend. So we're basically doing group workouts in video format that are really fun to basically work out with and follow along to. And all the meals and workouts are also available in PDF format, so you can have it on the go anytime you want to just make a quick meal without watching the video and you get lifetime access to everything so once you enroll in january basically you get access to you know forever your children and their children will have access for generations and generations (laughs) okay yeah plus you get that one year access to the sisterhood app which will be out by the new year so that's a great thing too so if you enroll you're getting one year free in the app oh my gosh the app yeah i can't wait all right (laughs) <laughs> that said, uh, let's start our 10 PCOS resolutions. Ty, and kick us off with number one. Number one, eating balanced meals. And I'm not talking about just clean eating and healthy eating. I'm talking about balancing your plate for PCOS. That means a fourth of your plate being protein, a fourth of your plate being carbs, and half your plate being veggies and fiber and a little bit of fat. And so when you start thinking about your plate like this and taking actionable steps towards this, you'll see a difference in how satisfied you feel after your meals. So you won't feel like you're fatigued afterwards because you didn't have enough protein or you won't feel anxious a few hours later because your blood sugar is dropping. This balance of macros in your plate is really important for PCOS weight loss because it's going to keep your blood sugar stable. Yeah, and I guess this resolution is focused really around looking at your plate and making sure that your protein, your carbs, fiber, and fat, they're all balanced. You know, you want to have the correct balance ratios when you have your three meals per day. All right, number two. So number uh, the second resolution you can make is getting enough sleep. So sleep is something that... So many people, but especially people with PCOS struggle with because a lot of PCOS women, they, they're tired all day, but then at night they can't fall asleep. This is usually due to a cortisol dysregulation that's keeping you fatigued, but still not letting you sleep at night. So if you want to make a resolution for sleep, getting a good seven plus hours of, of sleep is a good goal. Of course, to do this, you want to focus on reducing cortisol, which will in turn decrease fatigue and help with energy throughout the day and actually help with sleep at night. So focus on reducing cortisol to help you get that sleep for your second resolution. Yes. Sirak, take it away with the third. All right. So I will continue. 
The third New Year resolution is to opt for low-impact exercises. So this one uh, can be a little bit difficult to convince yourself because, you know, most of the time we think that it's all about how intense you go at the gym, basically how hard are you going to burn the most amount of calories. But what we want to suggest instead is to stop focusing on working out to lose weight and instead start to focus on working out to reverse PCOS symptoms. Mm-hmm. I love that. Definitely because when you're working out with the mindset of losing weight, you're going really intense. You're running for hours. I used to go kickboxing, back-to-back classes. But when you start thinking about PCOS weight loss, then you're more focused on keeping your stress hormones low and improving insulin resistance. You pick up those weights. You start doing low-impact exercises, slow-weighted workouts, rest in between sets to keep your stress hormones nice and low. And it's just you feel so much better. Like afterwards, it's like you meditated, you know? Exactly, yeah. Because those those really intense workouts, what are they doing? They're, They're constantly making your cortisol surge and we, we, we've talked about in the past how PCOS women aren't able to regulate their cortisol levels as effectively whereas low impact exercises they can really help with improving your insulin sensitivity they can help with improving your metabolism energy all that stuff so yeah all right let's move on to our fourth one babe Number four, limiting alcohol. How dare you? I dare. I'm trying to pump it up. You know, I'm trying to not pump it up. Why? (laughs) I'm trying to pump it medium, okay? I have, I I really just... So I read PCOS SOS. Okay? You're gonna get some. You're gonna get uh, some lashback on this. I'm just telling you right now. I don't care at all. It needs to be said. But you know. Okay, I'm not going to say that you can never drink alcohol again because there's a time and a place to have fun, of course. But you know how it says on Google that like women can drink a glass of wine a day or something oh, like the, that. Like, one to that two suggestion glasses. is so bad. I just can't with this suggestion. I cannot stand by it for PCOS women. And that's because alcohol affects our liver and our liver is really important for detoxifying hormones and getting good quality sleep. And it's going to make it really difficult if you're constantly drinking alcohol and you'll find that it's harder to lose the belly fat because of the way it impacts our insulin, our liver, our cortisol, just so many different ways. And PCOS SOS says to avoid alcohol like the plague. Yeah. Because a lot of women with PCOS struggle with fatty liver. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you want to do is to put your liver in that position to be even more um, compromised with alcohol. Yeah. For uh, some holiday alcohol tips, though, let's say it's the holidays, right? We're around family, friends, you know, you want to just like, you know, have a good time. And there's alcohol around. A tip if you want to make a drink is you can use Tito's vodka because it's gluten free. And one of our favorite combinations is Tito's with... Uh, it's basically like vodka soda. So you're just combining it with carbonated water and you can just add a lime into it to give it some more flavor. The great benefit of yes. this, there's no added sugars at all. You're literally just drinking water with vodka, but because it's carbonated, it's giving you like a little fizzy feeling. Yeah. And then you add that lime, boom. Throw just in have a, a branch of rosemary, make it look festive. Yeah, thyme, any herb you want. It's very exactly. like sugar-free alcohol drink. Of course, the alcohol turns into sugar, but there's no added sugar that gives you, you know, extra calories and exactly. whatnot. Exactly. All right. 
said my piece. She said her piece. Number five, and please don't kill me for this one now, sisters. Number five is reducing caffeine consumption. Now, again, like similar to what we said about alcohol, we don't want you to cut out caffeine completely. But for number five, if you feel like caffeine is impacting you negatively, now a couple of symptoms. Uh, one, if you're drinking a cu- couple of coffees of Wow, sometimes it's hard to talk English. If you're drinking multiple cups of coffee a day and you're feeling jittery, like you're going to have a panic attack, anxiety essentially, then that's a sign that caffeine is spiking your cortisol levels a bit too much. So reducing your intake by half a day is good enough. See if that helps or if maybe you need to cut it out completely. I think all the sisters know my journey. I know I don't have PCOS, but about a year ago, I cut out coffee completely because I did a lab test and I found out that my cortisol levels were a bit high, which is ironic because we talk about it all the time. So um, <laughs> I had to cut out coffee completely, which was a nightmare, of course, in the first like couple weeks. But after the first two weeks, it was honestly like nothing. And then um, now I basically just drink one cup a day because like I got my body like you know off of the addiction, so it does it no longer has to like depend on coffee so when i have just one a day i feel fine i don't feel like i feel like fatigued the rest of the day yeah if you feel fatigued for the rest of the day or if you feel so fatigued that you need coffee it's a sign that you have this dependence and this cortisol issue that should be addressed yeah in a different way yes did you hear about that sister who took ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one incredible I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. All right, so we're halfway through our 10 New Year resolutions. Let's do a little break right now and do a PCOS Q&A. These questions are this time pulled from YouTube. So if you don't follow us on YouTube, just uh, search for PCOS Weight Loss there and you'll find us. Or just go to youtube.com slash PCOS Weight Loss. First question is, how do we get rid of facial hair for PCOS? So that's a great question because a lot of women with PCOS go and get laser treatments and like all kinds of hair removal, anything, um, whether it's shaving or waxing. And the truth is that if you're not taking steps to reduce your testosterone, all of that time you're spending and money you're spending on laser hair removal and everything will be wasted because the hair is going to come back. So my suggestion is to make sure you have your testosterone under control. And there's so many different ways you can do that. I'm sure we have a podcast episode about testosterone. Well, I was just going to say we have a podcast episode about testosterone as well as a YouTube video about testosterone. And we also have several um, podcast episodes about facial hair and hair loss. So if you want to go to our podcast feed, you can find that as well. Yeah. And then after you take those steps and reduce your testosterone, then go get the laser or epilation or whatever those, you know, there's treatments and you can just 
get that hair removed and it probably won't grow back. Yeah. Okay, here's a fun question for Tallinn. Can I use a question from China? Can I use peanut butter instead? I really don't like almond butter. I kind of want to make a note about this because if you've noticed, Tallinn always uses almond butter in recipes and Instagram stories. And there's a reason why. We, we have nothing against peanut butter. In fact, we love peanut butter. But Tallinn's sister is deathly allergic to peanuts. I mean, deathly allergic. Like if she is in the same room as peanuts and smells it. Yes. She will, God forbid, you know, go into a Throw, shock. Close up the whole night. Exactly. So because of that, we cannot have peanut or peanut, you know, sourced stuff. I've also heard that peanuts are more inflammatory than almonds. I've heard that too. Yeah. But you know what? Do We can't do everything perfectly. So if you like peanut butter, then you do you. Yeah. But just so you know, if it wasn't for Arlene's sister, we would be using peanut butter instead. So go for it if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question from Chelsea. Would ballroom dancing have a negative effect on stress hormones with PCOS or does it depend on the specific type of dance? Um... I don't think so. I love ballroom dancing and I love like salsa dancing. I don't think it's going to have any negative effect because it's, it's so relaxing and fun and happy. And like, I don't know if there's any stress involved with dancing. It, it's just really like, like how are you feeling during and after the dancing session? Like, are you completely out of breath and like your heart's racing crazy? And by the time you're done, you'll feel like you ran a marathon. I mean, I doubt I that's like so. the feeling most yeah. people are getting from ballroom dancing or like even salsa dancing. I know it's a bit intense, but like, it's not like you're constantly like spinning, like, it's not a fight or flight kind of thing. Yeah. Like you're pausing here and there, you're grabbing your partner, you know, caressing. We need to take some classes, babe. Yeah. Are you down? I'm down. Tell the sisters, prove it, record it right now on this podcast. I'm not going to go on record to make any <laughs> promises, but I will get it done. You'd be such a good dancer. I, know. I mean, you are, but like, I'm just saying if you took classes, yeah, you'd be so next level. I mean, BTS behind the scenes. Last week we went to, in Orange County, we went to this place. It's a Spanish restaurant with like, with live music after 10 PM. As you all know, we went to Barcelona for two months. So we're like, okay, we got to check this place out. Um, it was really good. The thing is one the food wasn't authentic at all. At all. It was like a L.A. twist on Spanish food. Definitely, like, disappointing. Yeah. That's why I don't want to say the name. <laughs> but number two, the dancing was amazing. Yeah. There was a live band. The people were so good at dancing. Like, it was so fun. We had yeah. to go back. Like, I would go back a million times just for the dancing. Yeah. But the food, I would really not go back for. Yeah, yeah. Let's continue. Sixth New Year resolution. All right, number six is to try going gluten and dairy-free for at least 30 days. This is the period of time that it takes to really see if it's going to make a difference in your symptoms, in your cystic acne, in your weight loss journey, in your mood, in your bloating. And if you see a difference, then you're going to want to continue for the rest of the year at least to see how it improves your PCOS weight loss journey and all of your goals. So I really like this 30-day period of commitment to really see if it's worth it for you. Mm -hmm. and then continuing after that if you find some of your symptoms improving and don't worry if you're not perfect at it it took me like a whole year to get used to eating gluten and dairy free so i mean there's going to be some ups some downs whatever but if you see a difference that's all that matters yeah i mean to be honest too like 
from all the tips that we give and these 10 new year resolutions are of course like tips that we normally talk about the gluten dairy-free one we always see the most amount of benefit for sisters in terms of like bloating losing weight reducing inflammation reducing cravings like so yeah. many so many things but of course take your time with it take it one step at a time and see if in that 30 days if it does feel right for you i'm gonna be honest if you do all of the other tips and you're sensitive to gluten and dairy and still eating it, you're going to find that it's not going to have as much of an impact on your journey by, you know, all of the tips that we're going to mention right now. So gluten and dairy free is really important to like rule out so that you can see the results with the other things that you apply. Yes. All right. Seventh New Year resolution. This one is one of my favorites because it's one of those where you can actually like with a number added to your day to day life. So seven is getting more fiber. Mm. So fiber is important because it feeds the gut microbiome, which in turn improves your metabolism, your blood sugar, and insulin levels. Not to mention it reduces inflammation, bloating. And there's so many like fiber options that are gluten-free. For example, beans, chia seeds, so many veggies, etc. Now the daily recommended value for fiber is 20 to 25 grams for women. So... Mm -hmm. Depending on what you're having now, let's say you're having only 10 grams a day or 15. Try to see if every day you can add, you know, one piece of either fruit or yeah. like something that adds that five grams of fiber that maybe you're missing out in your mm -hmm. diet. It could be nuts. It could be an extra serving of vegetables in your meal. It could be replacing your carb, which is maybe like a potato with beans because they have more fiber. It could be one of those swaps that makes a difference in your fiber intake and also your digestion, your gut microbiome and um, detoxification process for your hormones. I mean, it's really important. Yes. Blood sugar. I mean, the list goes. Okay. Number eight, <laughs> loading up on <laughs> omega-3s. All right. Omega-3 fats are super important for insulin sensitivity and improving our inflammation levels and PCOS weight loss. This is like top important, healthy fat for us. But women with PCOS, I mentioned it before in other podcast episodes about supplements, we struggle with um, absorbing omega-3 from foods like seeds and nuts because we have inflammation and there's an enzyme called the D60 enzyme and that is what converts the omega-3 into usable form and we struggle with that conversion because of having inflammation, like PCOS predisposes us to these kinds of issues. Mm -hmm. So you'll get your omega-3s from fish, um, nice oily fish like salmon or pollock. And that's what our supplement is made of, pollock, 100% Alaskan pollock. And yeah, um, I love that part, 100 <laughs> yeah. Alaskan pollock. I'm, I am proud of it because that yeah. is the best way for us to absorb omega-3s and we had to include it in the supplement yeah. bundle because it's so important for metabolism and we struggle we, with this nutrient gap it is literally in the top one percent of like the highest quality fish oil mm -hmm. supplements in the world and i'm not like we're not like just pulling that out from our right. butts you know like i'm serious it is msc certified which is marine sustainability something council? uh certificate council yes marine uh -huh. sustainability marine sustainability council which looks at whether your production is sustainable uh -huh. whether you're affecting like the population of the yeah. fish which we're not you know it, it is the most like sustainable fish resourcing that we like you can do and it's nsf certified yes. so it's 100 percent pure okay all right 
So speaking of um, loading up on omega-3s, number nine is actually taking a lab test to see the root issues of your PCOS. Now, what we mean by this is taking a lab test to see what vitamins, what nutrients that you're deficient in. Mm -hmm. Taking a lab test to see whether your cortisol levels are high or low. Like, what what are your cortisol cortisol levels throughout the day? We did this just a year ago, like we were talking about, and we learned so much about our bodies. Like, Tanya learned about her cortisol levels as well, her estrogen levels. Like, she learned all about where her levels were. Luckily for her, majority of it was in the right range. I think the only issue which we talked about on the podcast was the thyroid, thyroid. which got resolved all yes. through the natural supplements. Um, <laughs> so basically what we're trying to say is take a lab test in 2023 if you can and try to learn more about your body in terms of what nutrients you're lacking, what vitamins. Are you low in vitamin D? Because 60 or 40% of um, sisters are vitamin D deficient. What about other nutrients? So lab test would be number nine. Yes. Number 10, learning to manage stress. Okay, so stress makes a huge difference on our ability to lose weight in the midsection. And I am talking about belly fat over here. The more stressed we are, the more our body hangs on to the belly fat because it's a survival mechanism. Because the more stressed you are, you're in flight or fight mode. And that means that your body is going to reserve nutrients to help you overcome whatever the stressor is. And then that slows our metabolism and keeps weight on. So learning to manage stress is going to be pivotal. And it's going to be pivotal, pivotal, pivotable not only for your weight loss infected you with my grammar but also with your symptoms like hair loss okay your body's not going to hang on to your hair because it's not essential if you're in fight or flight mode to have quality hair growth do you know what i'm saying so it's like whatever's important your body's going to hang on to it what's important when you're stressed out is creating more stress hormones so you can fight or flee the stressor and that creates anxiety and you have to push back on that and manage that stress so that your body can prioritize your hair, your Mm -hmm. weight loss, your whole PCOS symptom picture. Amen to that. And I guess a good way to do this is maybe try to have like try to have a new night care routine for 2023. Like set up a self-care routine for nighttime when you're done with like your work is done, you've ate dinner, the kids are to sleep, you know, everything's chill you can finally focus on yourself Mm -hmm. and try to have a routine maybe it's five minutes 10 15 and try to start your year with that and see how you feel you'll be surprised how much of a difference it makes yes all right with that being said we got some great great wins of the week to motivate you for the new year so i think it's perfect with this episode um we have some wins of the week from sisters who are just thriving with pcos and just great inspirational stories for anyone who's looking for inspiration for the new year Yes. We'll start with Shelby Lynn York. She made a recipe from the sisterhood. She says, I'm so excited about this week's meal plan. The asparagus bake was so good this morning. And it is this gorgeous uh, picture of a sheet pan with red onion, broccoli, and salmon and asparagus. And it looks so beautiful. Yeah, it looks amazing. So Uh, colorful. Oh, wait, it's chicken. Sorry. Oh my gosh, and she put the everything bagel seasoning yeah. on it. The great thing is like it's like meal prepping. Like you can tell from this, you know, tray, she's meal prepping for eat for a few days. And that's the great thing about the meal plans is you meal prep so you don't have to cook every day. Right. Love it. 
Right, next one is from Patience from the Sisterhood. I love her name. She says, forgot to post for Wednesday wins, but I finally got my period after using Ovastol since July 2022. Amazing. How so exciting. About six months into it, she got her period back. That's amazing. It usually takes, you know, like about three to six months. So that's awesome. And I wonder if her name being Patience helps her be patient I mean, in her PCOS. Probably. That was a horrible joke. I'm sorry, Patience. Please forgive me. If that's the case, then what does your name mean? <laughs> My name's Sirak. I don't know. Sirak on ice. Fountain of love. Oh, yeah. Sirak is an Armenian name, and it actually means fountain of love in Armenian. So I'd say you're a fountain of love. If you're ever swayed by me or if you feel like wow, oh, Sirak is suave, stop. well, just know it's in my genetics. I was born to, to, to be suave. Stop. All right, next. Marissa Manning. She says, some meal prep for this week. I had to make some adjustment adjustments. I came back from two weeks of vacation and immediately got super sick and ran out of a few things. I did as best as I could on vacation, but I wasn't perfect. I've been keeping on top of my Ovastol, got my period on time, no symptoms at all. I used to get awful cramps to the point I could barely work my desk job. I used to get awful headaches, really bad cravings, and didn't get any of that on this time. Nice. That's awesome. So it sounds like even though you didn't stick to the meal plan perfectly, you were able to improve your symptoms and just taking supplements like Ovacetol could make such a big difference. Yeah. And just having a meal prep helps you be prepared. Mm -hmm. And when you have to make adjustments, it kind of helps you make those adjustments easier because at least you have something that's been prepared. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Love it's it. Amazing. Congrats. Congrats, Marissa. All right, so those are all the wins of the week and today's episode. Please let us know, like DM us, message us, and let us know which of these 10 New Year resolutions you think uh, you'll be trying. And a reminder for anyone who's interested for the, uh, for the New Year plan, releasing January 1st, our four-week meal and workout plan for PCOS weight loss. Just like we talked about earlier, four weeks of meals and workouts, all in video format and PDO format, PDF format, depending on how you want to um, absorb the material. It comes with a bonus, one year free access to the Sisterhood app, which is going to be launching in the next week or so. I'm so excited. And if you're vegan, we have vegan versions of the meal plan as well. And like I said, different versions for each carb tolerance. And I just wanted to mention one more thing because we did mention getting lab work done for oh, yeah. the new year. The four-week meal and workout plan, one of the bonuses is a $250 voucher for a lab test. Yes. And after you get that lab test done and look at all of the functional ranges of your insulin and cortisol and everything, you have a call, a 30 minute call with a functional doctor who will look into it and yes. tell you exactly what's going on and what your next steps should be. Yeah. We should talk about that because that's exactly what we did about a year ago. We used the same company and we got a phone call with mm -hmm. a functional health coach. Looked at our cortisol, yeah, and, thyroid. Yeah. And gave us the recommended supplements and those supplements did an amazing job. So yes. yeah, we highly recommend the lab test and it's a, it's a bonus with the course. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, the voucher is the bonus for the course. Sorry. Yeah. The voucher is mm -hmm. the bonus. Yeah. All right, sisters. This was fun. Yes. Don't get lost in the desert. <laughs> we hope all of you have a great week. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM us. And until next time, we'll see you on the gram, I guess. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. 
from stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.